This week's episode of the STS Guys is brought to you by Frisky Britches. Ladies, let's face it. I know you're all guilty of your panties drawer filling up with worn out old and brace yourselves, stained underwear. But that's where Frisky Britches comes in. Each month delivery is a surprise, but always includes two fun and sexy panties for only $14. So if you're looking for a good set of panties, go on over to shopfriskybritches.com and enter the coupon code FBSTS to save yourself 15%. Frisky Britches, get underwear the right way. Shut up and sit down. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 8 of the STS Guys. I'm Jeremy. I'm Scott. Hey, it's Larry. All right. Um, we are also missing another person this week. We missed, we're missing Larry last week. Larry has been kind enough to join us back again. We found him. We hey, found him. Thank you, guys. Thank you for the concern. Now we lost Leo. Where's Leo? Leo is actually currently lost in a corn maze. <laughs> yes. He's having an adventure. Well, and here's the thing. That's not a lie, either. He's actually literally <laughs> probably lost in a corn maze right yeah. now. Yeah. It's... For anybody listening that's not from Arizona, where he's at is a giant corn maze that he is uh, exploring right now. I think he's uh, he might have a video of it up for us here on our YouTube channel, yeah, right? Yeah, so uh, he's actually gathering some footage of actually him going through this corn maze. And it's not like a, a typical corn maze. Like I said, it's one of those ones where they have a theme every year. Um, they, I don't think they had announced the theme um, earlier this week, so I'm not even sure what the theme is right now. Yeah. But it's actually, they do an aerial shot of, it's designed around something. Like in the past, it's been Larry Fitzgerald, and it's been some other people. Um, it's been Pat Tillman before. It's, like I said, they typically do it after people or, or events or things. So I'm, I'm anxious to see kind of what they have planned for this right. year. And, it, and in terms of size, it is a couple acres. Yeah, like it's, it's not a, like, a small, like, lot that they've grown corn in. Like they actually take a big plot of corn that they actually farm and turn it into the maze. Yeah, it's not one of those things where you're getting five minutes and you're done. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, I've never been. I really don't know anything about it. So uh, I'm looking forward to that video, Leo. Well, from from your perspective here, it is on the other side of the world. It is, right? It's at least an hour and a half probably from my house. Yeah, it is. It's it's halfway to California or driving to California. Um, So I said it's been about a week since we've all been together. So what's been going on, guys? Well, uh, during the first part of this week, uh, I was the one to go on the adventure, actually, and I uh, took the family to Disneyland to go do the uh, special trick-or-treating that they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, for anyone who doesn't know, throughout like the last half of September and October, uh, Disney has special nights where you can go and actually do trick-or-treating, so you can dress up in costume, go to the park, and they have like candy stations set up where oh, you can actually cool. trick-or-treat. Uh, they kick everybody out of the park that's not one of the trick-or-treaters at like six. So you can go on any of the rides. You just have to have like a little wristband that shows that you're supposed to be there. Um, so how, how do you get the wristband? You just have to have a costume like a kid? Like, no, when you, you buy, you, it's a special oh, ticket it's a, it's that you buy. It's a separate ticket? Yeah, so it's yeah. a special ticket that you buy. When you do it, they put the wristband on you. You get in like three hours before it starts. So we got in about three o'clock. Oh, okay. And then at six, they kick everyone out and set up all these big candy stations. And uh, it is Disney, and they do not skimp on candy. They were giving handfuls at each station. I was going to say, I'm like, is it either, is it either handfuls or full size bars? I'm it's, like, come it's, on, it's you get the cash to spend Disney. Come yeah, on. yeah. I dropped like over hundred dollars a person to do yeah. this, and it is definitely handfuls of candy. Um, 
they had healthy snacks for anyone who cares about that. If you do go, uh, but fuck that noise, I'm going with a handful of candy. <laughs> like, and you can go through as many times as you want, like grabbing. Yeah, they don't you know, care. They, they don't, don't care. Like, cool. you can leave the little trick or treat line and go right back to the beginning and go through again. So is it is it like super busy? Like, is it something that's like super popular where like, hey, I need to buy they limit, a ticket super. Like, you in need advance? to you need to buy your tickets in advance because they do limit how many people can go. So there's, it's maybe a third of what they actually let into a park throughout the day. So it's not as busy as an actual park day. That's way low. Way low. You guys went on a weekday though. We we did go on a Tuesday. Uh, So they do like weeknights and then I think Fridays are the only like kind of weekend night that they, they do the trick or treating. But uh, all the rides are set up and I don't think we waited more than 10 or 15 minutes for any ride once it got past six o'clock. Like we literally walked onto Space Mountain. At like seven o'clock, like so just walk up. So it's almost like park. buying like a fast pass for like every ride. Yeah, kind of. it really is. Like there was not one ride that we were like waited an ungodly amount of time. The only one that we waited was because I'm was the haunted mansion, but I'm pretty sure that's because somebody tripped on that moving walkway and they had to yeah. shut the thing down. So we had to wait for them to <laughs> yeah. figure that out yeah. and then us go. So for anyone wanting to go, it's really cool. Adults can dress up. So I had my uh, Captain America shirt on. Uh, it's one of the only times an adult can actually dress up and go to Disney. Um, little kids can are all dressed up running around. And there's like nine or ten stations, or like what they call treat trails, where you go trick or treat. And each one of those has between like six and ten little stops where you, you know, say trick or treat and they give you that candy. That's awesome. I, I, I knew they did like the spooktacular thing or whatever, but I, I didn't know all the specifics. I just yeah. thought it was Halloween decorations. It's decorations and they do a whole lot. So they turn their parade into a villain's parade instead oh, wow. of doing yeah. like the, the normal one. Oh, that's cool. And but. then, uh, you know, like where the pirate ship is in the little lake. Yeah, the lagoon area. The lagoon area. So instead of having just the guys regularly that like come through and sing in there, they're actually dressed up like skeletons and they put a fog machine out on the water. So the water's all fog. And so they come and they sing like Halloween songs instead. So they actually do a whole special thing for the Halloween night. Like it, the cost of it is about the cost of a regular ticket to Disneyland. I think it's like five to ten dollars more if you go earlier in the month. But it is well worth it to go if you want to go have a really good time. That sounds really fun. Like I said, it's, yeah. I don't I don't have any kids, but it sounds like something that honestly I would even enjoy. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. Like I a couple times my daughter was like I'm like tired of trick-or-treating so i just grabbed her bag and went through the line and they gave you candy like they awesome, don't give a man. shit yeah. like, like we're ha- getting our money's worth out yeah. of this free candy yeah. like, I, want some candy. I got some my candy. damn wristband give me some fucking yeah. candy and they're just without missing the beat just yeah. handful there you go cool that's awesome um uh, it's you've been looking forward to that trip a while right yeah yeah it's i've had family it goes every year and tells us how cool it is and we were fortunate enough this time to to beat the hype and actually get tickets. So this is your your your, fir- your this is first my first time, time your inaugural that. In my, time. Hey. my inaugural and thank you for saying it correctly You're this welcome. time. Yeah, um, I was it, hoping you'd notice. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's trying. Uh, so yeah, it was really really cool. I it was uh, a recommendation for me is for anybody that's interested or that you know loves Disney or has kids that that really enjoy that go do the trick or treating there. It's it's pretty awesome. That's awesome. Um, it's been a, it was a pretty busy week for us too. Um, so uh, we had me and Larry actually went out. Um, we had a, a little adventure on Thursday. Yeah. Um, we we went to Barnes and Noble. <laughs> Hooray! Not qu- not quite Disneyland, but it was still fun. It was just as fun. Probably not really not. Now. No. Was... Well, it just just to kind of compare it. Um, 
Just like Disneyland, there were lines. (laughs) I saw the videos. Hey, hey. The video doesn't even do it justice (laughs) to being there in person. Um, It it seemed pretty insane. So what we did was, I said, New York Comic Con uh, kicked off on Thursday. And so me and Larry actually took the day off to actually go out and and hunt for some of the exclusives out there. Um, We actually wanted to kind of take... Everyone out there on the journey with us, we actually did a little uh, filming as well um, to kind of show you what we got and some of the, the craziness that actually happened. So, Larry, like, that Barnes & Noble experience was was kind of crazy. So, th- this is my first time going out for shared exclusives. Um, they they do this every, every con, right? Every major con. So, San Diego, uh, even Emerald City for Seattle last time, um, and New York Comic Con. So, they've had these releases um, a few times now. Um, I've either not been interested or I've actually been in San Diego, so I, I couldn't go participate. Um, I was surprised to see the line that was forming um, outside of Barnes & Noble. We got there early, um, so we were first in line, but uh, over that hour that we were sitting outside, I think about 25 people showed up after us. Yeah, I was going to those, those lines seemed pretty long yeah. when you guys were from the video that I saw. Yeah, it, it was pretty significant. So, like, so we were the first ones there. It grew, like I said, by one or two people at a time. And then towards like the very end there, like I said, there was like, like 10 people that came up kind of at once. So it's those last minute people hoping to get in there. Yeah. Kind of, you know, five, 10 minutes before the store actually opens. Yeah. Well, but it didn't work. No, it didn't <laughs> work. If you got there that late, you weren't getting too much. You weren't getting in there <laughs> at all. So it, it was kind of a cluster. So kind of in line and kind of so me, me and Larry were kind of reading online about people's experiences with Barnes & Noble because as everyone knows, if you try to order an exclusive uh, during that point in time. Oh, are you talking about the wonderful uh, money debacle that they did? Uh, yeah, it's it's either their site crashes or this lovely time. Uh, they had people placing orders. They got charged, you know, one, two, five, seven, 18, 20 times for their order um, when their order was processing. So their one item that they wanted to pick up for $15 ended up costing them like $560. <laughs> right. That's, that's what I want, you know, when they... I, you know, I'm going out to shop is, you know, charge me a bunch for this, you know, empty my bank account for the, you know, $15 exactly. item. Yeah, empty, <laughs> empty my bank account for something I may or may not get. Cause at least last I heard, like the question was out on which orders were actually going to be accepted and go through. Well, and the sad thing too, is I was reading online that, uh, they're expected to, to refund all those within three to five business days. Yeah. So you have your cash tied up for three to five business days. days. So and it's like, it's, it's not like. A small portion of cash either. Like, so if you're getting charged 20 times for a $15 item, like I said, you got like $500 that's outstanding that yeah. you can't spend. I saw, yeah. I saw one guy, they, they screenshotted their bank statement. Um, he got charged, I think, six times. Uh, each was $150. Holy cow. So, yeah, it, it so could be a pretty big impact. Up, upwards of 1000 bucks just held up for no reason. Yeah. And you may not even get the item. Exactly. Yeah. That's what's funny. So right. that actually happened to a couple of people um, that we were actually in line because we started conversating with them in line. Um, but basically what everyone was after, they were after a, a, a couple of different things. One thing specifically, uh, and this was the black chrome Batman. Um, this black, So this is the second chrome Batman that they had. Uh, they did one for San Diego that was, like I said, a, a blue chrome Batman. And everyone went apeshit for it. Like, now, it's isn't just, that the one that you were going for? Oh, I, I, I wanted it. I, I, t- I totally wanted it. Um, I said the San, the San Diego one. I couldn't pay the San Diego prices because it was a Toy Tokyo exclusive. I, my, I couldn't. I couldn't spend the money on it. Yeah, you're not, you, yeah that's I, I can't. That's just, too much. Yeah, I, can, I, I couldn't justify it. So like, if I can get one of these black chrome Batman's um, at a retail price, I'm like, I can. I can do that. 
So I, I wanted to make sure that we were there early. So we got there. I said, me and Larry, basically, we were number one and number two in line. Um, so we were pretty much guaranteed to get these 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 Chrome Batman. Um, but the funny thing is, it almost didn't happen. <laughs> Well, they let us in the store, yeah. and right, the lady just opens up the door and is like, hey, cool, hey guys, we're open now, limit of two pops per person. Um, walks away. Um, so then we walk in the store and don't exactly know where to go. Barnes & Noble's a pretty big store. No direction whatsoever where to go. No, just, no, like, hey, what you're looking for is here. Yeah. Nothing we, like, they no. knew why we were here. She could have pointed us in the right direction. Somebody quietly said something about customer service, so... We saw the big table that apparently is for customer service that you kind of walk past and ignore 99% of the time. That's in the middle of the store. Yeah, right, right that, in the middle of the store. Big, like, like information circular. desk kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Like yeah. where the librarian would be. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, that's yeah, exactly what it is. So, right behind that was a really small table that yeah. had some pops on it. Yeah, so the table that we're sitting at now, so we're just sitting at a table that's uh, roughly like seven feet by three feet. Yeah. Um, it was probably four foot by three foot table. Oh, so like a little like picnic table, basically. Yeah, there, yeah, there was, basically. like I said, that was all that they, they, they had. And literally, so I went, made sure I got my Chrome Batman. Larry uh, ended up getting something pretty cool. Uh, so they had one glow in the dark Balrog uh, from Lord of the Rings, uh, six inch pop. So I decided to grab that since it was the only one on the table. And then I grabbed my Batman. Um, so no problem. It was pretty easy. Again, yeah. being, being the front of the line, like, we, we still got to the table first. We that still grabbed the, everything we wanted. Did, you, did but, you clear out their Chrome Batman stash, or did they have multiple? No, they literally had 12 on the table. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I because I was confused, because in the past, I said they have only limited, basically, you can get two pops, one per style. Yeah. And so, I was going to grab one, possibly as a giveaway for the channel, but I ended up not getting the second one. Um, so, we each got our own individual Chrome Batman, but that was it. It was like someone dropped blood in the water and sharks were feeding everywhere. It yeah. was insane. Yeah. By the time we grabbed our pops and turned around, there was like, a swarm at the table. There was a swarm at the table. People are basically dropping pops every place because they're all reaching in over each other's shoulders trying to grab, trying to grab all, all, all. Oh, It geez. was nuts. 20 people swarming this little four-foot table. It was, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, it's, it was, it were was there nuts. Any, were there any fist fights? Um, there weren't necessarily any fist fights, but there were a lot of like disappointed people. And were there some shoving? Well, just because like I said you, they don't have necessarily have a right to be disappointed. <laughs> just because me and Larry got there an hour and a half before they opened, I'm not being disappointed. I want to make sure I'm getting what I get. But guess what? I put in the time to get what I wanted to get. Right. Yeah. That's plain, plain and simple. That that's it. There's some people that showed up basically five minutes before they were open, and then they didn't end up getting because they only had like twelve of the Chrome Batman. Um, that they didn't end up getting what they wanted to, and so then they they walk away all huffy and puffy. And blah, I'm going to go to Hot Topic now and see if they have that. And blah blah blah. Good luck. So <laughs> yeah, good luck. So we ended up we ended up getting that. Um, after we basically after that threw the stuff in the car. Okay, hey, let's make a mad dash over to. Hot topic because out of the everything from New York Comic Con, I only wanted two things. One of the things I had gotten, which was like so that Chrome Batman. The other thing I wanted was the drag, the six inch Dragon Sword. I was gonna say, wasn't it the uh, Power Rangers thing? Yeah, I love Power Rangers. Like I said I'm not afraid to admit it. It's something that said that it was part of my childhood. Like I said, the the original and like I said Green Ranger and everything else like that. I'm like it was, it was pretty cool. Um, so I wanted that Dragon Sword so bad. I honestly didn't know if we were going to get it. <laughs> no, I, I didn't either. Right? Hot Topic opened the same exact time as Barnes & Noble. By the time we checked out at Barnes & Noble. Unannounced, too. Yeah. By the time they opened so they up. just opened. 
they opened early. Yeah. Like, like yeah. they usually do, but I don't like it's. You probably could have called and asked, yeah. but um, it wasn't publicly uh, acknowledged anywhere. So by the time we checked out, right, there's a little line at Barnes and Noble, a couple little old ladies. They're not checking people out very quick. So like Jeremy said, we hopped in the car, kind of good hopes. Uh, we walked in, and there was what two dragon swords still on the shelf. Yeah, two dragon swords still on the shelf. Somebody was grabbing one. Someone was grabbing one. I grabbed the other one. Um, my box wasn't actually in the best of shape. I'm like, if I, if this is the one I'm gonna get. I, you you got to go for it. I gotta go. It. I gotta yeah. go for it. Uh, it's like a chase. Like you, if you see it, oh yeah, you, see, you just have to get it. You yeah. see, you, you, you grab it. Right. Um, so walk up to the counter, and then I'm like, okay. Didn't have to rush. They had like twenty of them behind the counter. Yeah. There just oh, wasn't. They're big boxes. Yeah, right? they're there, big boxes. Isn't, they, there wasn't room. They just Hot Topic always does that though, where they have that behind the counter. They have a secret stash of yeah. all the good stuff. Yeah. So I was able to get one that was actually in better condition. Like the lady there was super cool. Let me swap it out. Like, hey, can I have one of the ones that's a little bit better condition? She's like, yeah, no, no problem whatsoever. So, so, so you grabbed the one that you really wanted, but I think you went home with a bag full of pops. Besides that, uh, yes. <laughs> So, well, not from Hot Topic. So, from Hot Topic, uh, we end up getting um, the Dragon Zord. I said, obviously. Uh, they had the Scrooge McDuck there. So, my wife loves pops that are the, the, the animals. Oh, what is Scrooge McDuck from? So, DuckTales. Woo. So, woo, DuckTales. Um, so, the one... The, the Who's pop- the richest guy you know? Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. The, the, the design of it was pretty cool. It was basically... When back in the like in the in the cartoon, like when he dove, when he put on his little swimsuit and Ooh. dove in the money, what would you know kill you in reality if you yeah. jumped into a pool, you know, basically a jumping coins. into a brick wall? <laughs> yeah. uh. So, so it was basically him popping out of basically this pile of money. Uh, now, is it from the original? And it's uh, from the original or the new one that just came out. The original yeah. Which, by the way, the new one is kind of awesome. Oh, is it? I, yeah. I, I yeah. haven't seen it. No, nope, me neither. It, it's got a lot more like adult humor in it. Than you would expect. It's it's, it's kind of good. It's got to draw in. It's got to draw in us, all of us that they grew up on. Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. Yeah, because kids aren't going to go watch it unless their yeah. parents force them to. Yeah. So. here, watch which, this. This is awesome. Which yeah. I did for my daughter. Yeah. yeah. Um. So ended up getting that. Uh, ended up getting. Uh, Hot Topic has these things, these Diamond Series exclusives. Um, they're pretty cool. Um, this is probably by far, like I said, one of the the best done ones that that I've seen. Uh, it's basically this is sparkly Dumbo, uh, so Lindsay really wa- so, so my wife really wanted that, uh, so we ended up getting that for her, and then it we- looks really cool. Oh yeah, it's, it's a really it's, nice. I saw the, I saw it on the, the the video there. It's actually pretty oh, cool. It's it's, it's, yeah. it's 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 pretty cool. Um, and then uh, just because kind of to celebrate us getting a, a new dog in our household, uh, she wanted basically the lockjaw the flock lockjaw pop uh, from Hot Topic as well. So we ended up getting that one from from Hot Topic. Um, after Hot Topic, uh, let's, we, let's go to another store. Let's go to we? another store. Well, you guys, I mean, you have the day, right? Might as well. Yeah. Well, and this was, this store just kept to their, their normal hours. Uh, they kept to their, their normal opening time. It was hot as hell yeah. too. So we, we, after Hot Topic, we bounced over to Toys R Us. Um, Toys R Us opened up at 10. So I think we had about yeah. 30 minutes to wait outside. But uh, again, we live in Phoenix. It's October. It was still like 100 degrees yeah, outside. It was miserable. Well, that and then I'm like, it was nicer in the morning. So I was wearing a hockey jersey. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, you, you regretted that, didn't you? I regretted that instantly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Especially when someone in line recommends, hey, you got to be hot in that, right? <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Captain. <laughs> obviously. I know. Yes, thanks, I am Jack, hot. Yes. yes, I'm dying. Yes, I am hot. So... 
that the that sort of, there was no semblance whatsoever. They didn't have shit. Nope. Still there. about twenty people in the line there yeah, at least, yeah, right? 20, 20, twenty people in line. So they still had a line out front. It was a mad dash. No one looks at no line control whatsoever. Everyone just kind of like started reaching. So you could be like six in line and still bum rush and still get like in front of everybody if yeah. you wanted. Easy. Yeah. 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 And literally the the only thing I said there's there's two things I wanted there. One of them I really wanted just to kind of complete the display I'm working on. And the other one I'm like, hey, it would have been nice to have, but I didn't have to have it. Um, so they had a first appearance Superman there. Um, they didn't have that one at all. Like not that there wasn't enough. They literally did not have it whatsoever. No one had it. No, they struck out, or they they didn't end up getting any of the Beast Man from yeah. Masters of the Universe either. For so for some reason, they're uh, two exclusives that they, they were didn't su- have. Yep, supposed to have. They just didn't yeah. get any stock. And of this it. may be why they're going bankrupt. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it was nuts. That and then, like I said, everyone was going freaking nuts for this Boba Fett, uh, uh, the pop that they had, this Pop Deluxe, that was forty dollars. Yeah. Forty dollars for, and so just enlighten me here with this one because I haven't seen that the Boba Fett yet. What was special about him that would justify forty dollars? So basically, he was the little Boba Fett figure riding in Slave One, but he wasn't riding in Slave One the correct way. So you know how you you have the Deadpool with the chimichanga truck? Yeah, so it's one of the 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 ride ons, right? Yeah. So basically, a ride but smaller. So it's more expensive than a ride. So I'm guessing they have it set down and he's like sitting yeah, so he's where set, the freaking windshield would actually yeah, be. Yeah, so basically it's, instead of, uh, you know, slave one fl- flying, you know, vertically like it does, he, it's, it's basically flying sideways and he's controlling it sideways, which is not how slave one is. Yeah, no, because that's only how it lands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this is, you know, this is so, my, uh, my nerd rant because like I said, it doesn't fit the way it was supposed to be. And yeah. also I'm like, Forty dollars—that's a little ridiculous. But still, people are freaking nuts for him, and like said, people it's, are grabbing it's Boba Fett, the most yeah. overrated Star Wars character of all time. Yeah, people are going nuts. So we literally walked out of Toys R Us with nothing. Like we got, we went in there, shot, you know, shot some video, and, and then ended up going to probably the most janky GameStop <laughs> because it was in the same parking lot yeah. that I've ever seen. Uh, it, it, it like we we live in a nice neighborhood. These stores are in a nice neighborhood, but that sign for GameStop on the outside wasn't very nice. Like um, there there was missing like an A, and not like just the light was burned out or like, like the little plastic the, part. The actual the letter was gone. Yeah, literally the A was gone. Yeah, it looked like someone beat the shit out of their sign. Yeah, it was pretty ghetto. They might have. Someone, someone was real mad their pre-order didn't come in. No, yeah. so, but Jeremy continued his hunt and he found a few more things at GameStop he wanted. Yes, uh, there's there's two things that I wanted at GameStop. Uh, one was the Old Man Logan. I said they had the Old Man Logan pop there, so I ended up picking that one up. Um, and then the other one was... I didn't want to start this series, but just because it is Batman and it is in the first series, they, I wanted the, the 8-bit Batman pop. I ended up getting that one there too. Uh, while being told... Nicely, hey, please don't record in the store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work out well. So if you do check out our video, which is up on YouTube now, um, you can see a few seconds of, oh, of GameStop. inside GameStop and the guy quietly telling us, dude, you can't record here. And we're like, okay, sorry. Yeah, and so then we basically took our purchases, slumped out of there, and yeah. left. Aww. Yeah. Womp womp. Um, kind of a, an update late, later in the day, though. So I was able to get... Um, the the Superman offline, and then I was also able to get um, uh, I got the casual Hulk from from Amazon. Yeah, nice. There you go. 
Now, we've been talking a lot about Funkos here with your guys' hunt, and correct me if I'm wrong, but there's some news about Funko, right? Yeah, on Friday afternoon, um, word got out that they filed the paperwork for their IPO. Ooh. It's pretty exciting. Oh, that's super exciting. So now here's the the original, the question I have for both of you guys, since you're both avid collectors, I'm kind of the casual, if I find one I like, Bob Ross, uh, I'll buy it. Uh, Are either of you going to try to purchase into that? Um, As someone who actually invests money, I probably won't. Um, I might do it, here's the thing, I might buy a single share just, just, just to say that I have a share. I have yeah. stock. Like, so, Funko. for example, like I said kind of the same thing with Marvel. I said the same thing with Marvel. But I have a single share of Marvel. Or basically when Marvel was Marvel. Right. Like I said, Marvel's not Marvel anymore. So like I said it's technically right. Disney stock now. Um, so you have stock in Disney. Yeah. But it's literally one share. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which did, which doesn't do much for me, right? Go, oh, I own a very, 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 very small portion of Funko. I own seven dollars of Funko. Yeah, right? like right. I don't. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I haven't thought about it too much. But like Jeremy said, like I've got my money invested elsewhere. I can probably break off a couple of bucks to buy a few shares of Funko stock. But it's not like any collectors are going to go out and buy enough where they're going to get any actual impact on the company. Yeah, right. They're not. They're not giving out enough. Well, that and like that. I said, they don't give out stock certificates anymore. Yeah. Um, so yeah, since everything's digital, I, I'd honestly, I said, if they gave away stock certificates, I would be, I, I could answer you 100% for sure. Yes, I, I, I will. It, I, yeah. I, I will buy a share. Um, but since I don't do like actual like physical stock certificates anymore, I'm like, eh. It'd be nice to have, but I'm like, if I don't have a, a share, I'm, it's not going to be in skin off my back. So a lot of people I saw online were asking um, like how much they thought the, the stock would go for on the IPO. Um, do you have any any guesses? If I That's had, a hard guess. Yeah. If I had to guess, I see them starting off maybe between 20 and $25. Yeah, I was, was going to say 25 to 30 is what I would guess. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly where I was at. I was going to say probably about the cost of two pops. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to, you want to put aside your 24 bucks or whatever and, and save up to buy a couple of shares of, of, of Funko stock rather than buying a couple of pops, you know, good, good for you. Like yeah. it'll, it'll be cool. It'll be a nice thing to say, oh yeah, well you, you collect pops. Well, I own Funko stock. You know, right. It's just a one up thing. Yeah. And here's the other question I have is IPOs don't always work for people. So, no. uh, what are your guys thoughts on the, the idea of Funko being an IPO? I, I, I don't know. Like it, 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 so what I've read online, I'm not super concerned, but it sounds like everybody else is. Uh, mostly from, like one of the things Funko's best at and one of the things that I personally like, like them for is they're, they're really cool to the collectors. They're really cool to their fans. Um, I know people are worried about that. Like, what, does this change um, their party? Like Funko Fun Days, does this change like the giveaways they do and all that? Because, you know, now they have to uh, be responsible of their stockholders. They got to make sure they're making money. So I... Like, I don't think it'll change anything. Like, as long as Brian Mariotti, the CEO, is still in charge, I don't see them being like, all right, you know, it's going to be 100% by the book. No more fun. Right, no you can't more, take the fun out of Funko. You see, they're not going to do that complete 180 and change. I don't think so. It might be gradual over, like, a couple years. Um, that that happens, too, right? When the IPO hits and, and you become public, a lot of the times the, the changes aren't super gradual or super quick. It's kind of more gradual. So we can see things shift if maybe the revenue isn't where it needs to be in a year or two and those stockholders start pushing for more. But it's not going to be an immediate change. Yeah, um, I, I honestly kind of echo Larry's sentiments in regards to that. Like, that's the only thing that I'm nervous about. Like, so, for example, like, 
the most recent thing. I said when they gave away the thank you, Freddy, for I said five thousand people. So that's basically five thousand pops they released out yeah. that they paid. They ate the shipping on. It was like completely one hundred percent free that they gave out to everyone. Does that so do things like that still continue to happen? You know, post IPO world. I don't know. I, I said. I hope that they do just because I think that's what's built their success overall. I don't think they would be even in the world of, Hey, even thinking about IPO, if the fans and basically the, the spending their hard earned money towards their products and their collectibles and things like that, haven't gotten to a point to where, you know, they, the fans have have made the success of Funko. Um, so that's the only thing that I'm nervous about. Can they still continue to do those giveaways Do you know, really engage that community of fans, you know, really, you know, placate to the fans while also placating towards, you know, their, their stockholders. I mean, they do Facebook and Twitter giveaways all day, every day. All the time, yeah. like I see multiple throughout it's, the day. They give well, away a lot of stuff. Well, even I said this for uh, New York this this time. They they're right. doing the, the the virtual uh you know you know raffle tickets. Oh uh, yeah, you just reminded me. I haven't checked to see if I want anything. <laughs> so I, yeah, they they are kings of giveaways. That's that's what built their base. I, I can't imagine that's going to change. They they have to know that's part of their success. Maybe you know one thing I I just thought of like kind of fun day specific. Um, the tickets for Funko Fun Days, uh, which if, if you don't know, it's a party they throw in San Diego every year in uh, conjunction with San Diego Comic-Con. Um, the last two years, it sold out in seconds. Um, about 1,500 tickets, something like that. I, I know venue space is limited, and it's, it's hard to find a bigger uh, room to throw people in, but maybe uh, they find a way to make Fun Days more profitable in order to keep it afloat. Maybe the ticket prices double and you get a little bit less stuff, but the demand is definitely there. Instead of doing fifteen hundred tickets, you could do three thousand and they'll still sell out. Or they do a set of fun days for like all like the different types of cons out there. Like so that there's like if there's a a major development or a major con, they said they do basically one geared towards yeah, that just specific that. market. New or, York. New York's been asking for one for as long as I can remember. Well, I mean, with just with all the exclusives, like I said, with New York, San Diego, Emerald City, they don't just bring out one unique or one no. exclusive for it. There is enough where I think you get a decent amount of like people to show two, up for that. Two years ago, just New York Comic Con exclusives, I think were like 12, um, maybe. Like yeah. that's, was, like an, that's like an entire line. It was barely, yeah, it was yeah. barely double digits. But this year, it was over 60. Yeah. So it's exploded. The demand's still there. You got people waiting outside Barnes Noble for two hours, like we did. Like the the demand is still there. You could easily create an event to give oh, out a lot of those, or absolutely, to, to celebrate those. Yep, absolutely. Oh, so I, and I think if they do that, if they they expand that, because like I said, the they they have basically such a a. A core group of fans that are able to attend those events. If you open that up to where more people can attend those type of events, I think where, like I said, one, they're making money at it because they're selling tickets to it. But then two, they're also helping their fans out and getting basically that fan experience where they may not have been able to have that before. Yeah, now I, they're able to have that. I, I I liked Funko. I was a pretty good Funko collector. Um, and then in 2015, I went to Fun Days and it just took over. Like, it's like I fell in love with Funko that night. It was just such a good time. Awesome. They gave me so much free stuff, which was cool. I met some cool people. Like, that Fun Days experience is really what Funko's about. And if they can find a way to reach more collectors, it's just going to help them out in the long run. Um, so, other than Funko and like, the news with the IPO, uh, some also some other big news happened this week. On the on the uh, Star Wars front, yeah. So so video game dropped here, or at least uh, a tester for it. Uh, I think Jeremy and I both were able to 
I, I, I know you, you probably got more time with it than, than, I, than I have. I, I, get, I played it for about 10 minutes. I got about maybe an hour, two hours max playing into it. But yeah, the uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 beta uh, for their multiplayer is out going on this week currently. Unfortunately, by the time we probably post this up, it'll stop because it ends tomorrow. It's tomorrow night. Tomorrow yeah. at like 4, p- or like 4 p.m. UTC. Yeah. So... Like soon, so yeah. tomorrow morning, basically. When does the real game drop? Uh, November seventeenth. Cool. So mid November. So they're right now they're doing kind of the the stress test and and testing everything in the multiplayer, make sure everything's balanced correctly. And awesome. You know, how, how was it? I, I played the battle, the last Battlefront a little bit. So I'll say this: if you've played the last Battlefront, the feel of it's still there, but it is completely different. Oh, cool. Well, and I, I can I can say that this is probably the best way I can describe it. If when I originally played the original Battlefront, I loved it, and there's like I said, a list of things. And I'm like, I wish this 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 and this would change. Um, all of my list has been resolved with with this new version. Yeah, um, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, there there's been expansions to it. There's been tweaks to it. I think they really found out and kind of really. Did a, a 180 from what they were trying to do with the original. Like, so for example, I said it's not part of the beta, but this new one actually has a story mode. Yeah. Uh, there's actually a, a story driven mode in the game versus it just being a solely multiplayer. And game. from what it seems, is it's supposed to be, I won't say canon, but it's supposed to go in line with the, the story. So it's kind of tell it takes place right after the Emperor dies. And kind of after, you know... So right after Return of the Jedi? Right after Return of the Jedi, and you're kind of following, like, a group. I th- I don't know if you switch things. Obviously, there's not a whole lot to it, but you're actually yeah. playing as a stormtrooper, one of the the black, like, the death squad troopers. Oh, okay. So you actually get to play through through that story. And maybe line. when the full version releases, you'll get a little more to the story of what yeah. the context of Right now, on, on the, the beta, all it has is, like, a, a trailer that they've never played before. So it gives you some, like, it's basically an extended cutscene oh, okay. that you get to watch for it. But what they have on the beta is you have... Their galactic battle, which is the 20 on 20, so a 40 person fight. You have like a strike, which is more of like a kind of a capture the flag where, you know, they have one person's trying to get an objective, the other team is trying to go. And that's like a 20, you know, 10 on 10. And then you have the uh, like 24 player star battles, like space battles that you have. So they, they have a couple different game modes that you can play. Um, I've basically focused on the, the, the large scale galactic wars. Because uh, it's just cool. I mean, you know, you're playing against 20 different people. It has, you know, each map like the like the last Battlefront that came out has multiple stages, right? So there's there's always like the the kind of the first stage. This one's kind of cool because it actually uh, what they have here is the where the droid army is trying to take Naboo, and so you're oh, the clones right. trying to stop them. So they're trying to make the prequels relevant yeah. again. <laughs> trying to make the prequels relevant again. Uh, but at least this one, you have like a big, your first stage is like this big outdoor map, right? So you have uh, fighters flying around above you. You can get ground like equipment to run around like the, um, is it the ATST? I think is the little chicken walker, the little chicken walker that the, the, you know, the clones had where it's like open. So this guy basically on a Segway. Um, <laughs> and then. Once you get to a certain point of that, it moves to an indoor area where everything's more 
like confined, confined and locked in. So you're like go yeah. into the palace, and so you have to fight in there. Yeah, that's cool. I don't think other games had that, right? You were just in one stage, one environment. They had like multi-stage things, but it was never like where you changed environments. Yeah. It was always like here's the first part, okay? Then we're just shifting the fight to this area. Of yeah, the map, it's like and then they, they had the, the map, but then they basically divided the map into three sections, mm-hmm. and like okay, hey, once basically. You know, number one, last person in line passes this line. It basically locks off this. And then from that point on, you start respawning in that a different stage. Zone. So, yeah. So this one is more like actually has kind of, it makes more sense in this instance where you know, you're outside and then they're trying to take yeah. a throne room. So it's, okay, it's more well, of you have to move inside at some point. It's more of a fluent story. Yeah. yeah. So it makes it, it fun. Um, cool. One thing I really, really like about this battlefront, which is different from this one is you your character selection is way better uh so in the last one i mean larry you played the the last battlefront that they came out yeah i did so you have you have your star cards which kind of determine like what weapon what kind of skills and everything that each of you guys had and you only have like i think it was like two or three different setups that you could create this one they took from battlefront or uh battlefield the class system so now you have an assault class, heavy class, what is it, officer, which is kind of like your medic and, and uh, specialist, which is like the sniper. Uh, each of those, and you can then go in and customize their weapon, how they act, See, what skills they have. That, that's what I'm excited for. Like I said, I, I, I didn't get to, to a chance to play it as much as I wanted mm-hmm. to. That's actually probably what I wanted, right. something I'll probably hop on uh, later on today and probably like play, play it a little bit more. Yeah, you got to play before that beta shifts down. Yeah. Right. So it makes it really cool that you can kind of, you know, pick like which type of trooper do you want and how do you want them to play? My, my only wish, and this is like I said, I, I, I wish this the last time too, that, hey, if you're, if you're playing the beta and you're leveling up through the beta, I wish they said you kept that same level when you when it, when you actually got the actual game yeah. as well. Yeah, it's unfortunately it has that disclaimer right off the bat that anything yeah. that you buy or any things that you get are for the beta only. Mm-hmm. So they don't save any of your It's not really a pre-release. It's yeah. completely separate this from the game. This is completely separate. It is it yeah. entirely a separate game like with like with the, the PlayStation Network when you can go into your actual like library of games it's in there as its own separate game. Like yeah. I have Star Wars Battlefront and the Battlefront beta. Now this one will have both of those, okay. those, those betas. So it, it's really, really fun though. I can say um, I'm not a big fan of Battlefield with the cooperative kind of, you know, those big massive maps. Yeah. Um, like the, the new Battlefield one that just came out. I played it for a little bit and I was like, I regret buying this cause it's not that fun. This is a lot funner. Uh, the one improvement that I really actually like about it, though, is when you do things in the game. So if you actually play the objective, you get points. Those points are called, they're called like battle points. Is what you use to actually buy. Like if you want to go into a you know a tie fighter, or if you want to become like uh, one of the hero cards. It's not a random drop anymore. That's see, that's or it's awesome. not co- those little coins that just randomly show up on the map. Where people basically realize where they spawn at and, and they basically wait for and wait for them to spawn right. and so, then that's how they become yeah, that's you're playing. You're so, just yeah. sitting there waiting. Right. So this and, time you know you kill an enemy you get a hundred points. And then yeah. if you want to become like uh, a Wookiee, it's you know you cash in two thousand points and you can play that next round as like a Wookiee or, or one of those things. So you actually 
it forces you to actually play the game. And the more, if you actually focus on like playing the objective. So in, in this sense, you have like these little like cannons that you have to shoot a troop transport to drop its shields down. The most, you get the most points playing the actual objective and actually trying to play the game and actually do that. If you just try to run around and kill people, you don't really get a lot of points that way. Hmm. So it makes you actually play the game. And if you want to do anything cool, you get those points by doing that to, to cash them in. So I actually like that system a lot better. I am not good, so I don't get any of the really good stuff in it. I am like a me- middle-of-the-road player, so I only get like the medium-level stuff. But it's still cool. See, I can't I can't wait till the actual full version drops. So that way, like I said, I can just get on. I love playing Battlefront. Like I said, I used to get on. I said, play Battlefront all the time when that, yeah. when that was out. So- I, it's going to be, again... So you're both going to buy it? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I already have pre-ordered. Well, yeah, both Jeremy and I have it pre-ordered. It will be a day one play for me. Yep. Uh, all right, Absolutely. cool. Then I'm not going to. I'll come over to your house first, and I'll try it out. Yep, there you <laughs> Absolutely. Go. That was my problem with the last Battlefront. I got it for Christmas last year after it had been out forever, and everybody was leveled up and good at shooting people. And, and I just died got, in two seconds. Yeah, I just yeah. got slaughtered. So I'll check your guys out if it's fun. Maybe I'll check this one out, too. Yeah, cool. absolutely. Um, what else than, can we check out, Jeremy? Yeah. So... <laughs> Netflix has a good, uh, good, uh, good transition. I try even though I cut it off. <laughs> wow. I, I, was, I was like, very nice soft transition there. Um, I said, that's not a segue at all. The, the, the nice thing is, like I said, uh, Netflix has been kind of, uh, dropping some, 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 uh, new original content lately, but yeah. not necessarily shows, but they've actually been dropping movies. movies. I, I love October because I'm a, I love horror movies and Netflix has been dropping them within the last month like candy. Um, so okay, so let's talk about one specifically because um, I watched this movie off of your recommendation. I, I let me put it this way: I gave that recommendation before we actually watched. You it. did, yes, I, you did. Okay, I, I give you I give you points for that. I would have changed off my the, off the trailer. Yes, off the I, trailer, and who like wrote and directed it? Yes. it should have been good, but it was. I wouldn't say it was bad. It was predictable. And what movie was that? It was Little Evil. And, you know, with uh, Adam Scott. So if you, everybody who watches most, I mean, comedy movies in the last, like, five years or Parks and Rec know Adam Scott, right? Or The Good Place. The Good Place. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's in that. Yeah. He is, yeah. So, yeah, Adam Scott is usually decent stuff in it. I mean, and... His acting is great in this. I will yeah. say that he, yeah, he did, was he, did he was fine. Yeah. It was kind of the story and the was, premise. The, the story, story yeah. just it originally started off being like, "Oh, this is cool" because it's basically basic premise of the movie. He marries a lady who has a son who may or may not be the son of the devil. Like he may be the Antichrist. It's basically playing off of uh, the old uh, the Damien. Yeah. You know, kind yeah, of, yeah, the omen, omen. omen yeah, yeah, the omen movies. And it was kind of a comedic take on that. My problem was a lot of the jokes just kind of fell flat, or I knew they were coming. Like I was like, "Oh, that's not a you know, no surprise there." Like this is what's going to happen. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, it was predictable, and it, it was just kind of stale. Yeah, it it was. It was a made for TV movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was like I said, it's. I like the movies that they drop that I can't, I can say, you know what, I could see this in the theater. And this one, I could not see in the theater at all. There, there's a reason why I think Netflix was the only one to pick that one up. Yeah, it's yeah. like I said, it's like I, said I, I admire them for, for going after and, and trying to get some additional content. Um, but I said that, 
that movie wasn't necessarily a fan of. There's another one coming up. That does look amazing. Yes. And again, from, from the trailer. From the trailer. So we'll say this. Our recommendation on this one is only based off of the trailer that we've seen so far. But it does look heaps better. Yeah. So October 13th, um, Netflix drops The Babysitter. Babysitter. Which you think is like, oh. When I, when I saw the, the tagline for it, I thought it was going to be completely something different. Versus what actually was shown in the trailer. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, it's just going to be, you know, kind of a there's the person in the house type of movie. It's not that at all. No. It's... If you haven't watched the trailer, go watch the trailer. It's it's really good. Uh, But kind of the premise is, if if I remember right, it's um, these group of teenagers are over at some kid's house. And they're all kind of the babysitters. Um, but they're the they're the actual villains. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're the they're the villains. They're like the and they're like trying to do like a human sacrifice of the kid that's in the house. Yeah, it's so. But they're all very handsome in Southern California, pretty. Uh, yeah, yeah valley girl types and uh, jocks and what's Stephen Amell's brother's name? Robbie. Robbie. Ro- Robbie yeah. Amell's in it. Takes a yeah. shirt off a lot. Yeah. Um, but they actually make the the comedy. He's like, why is that guy's shirt off? Like, <laughs> like, it looks, it looks funny. Yeah. Like it looks it looks like a good like horror comedies generally fall flat. I'm really hopeful for this one because it seems like it's supposed to be pretty good. Well, like, that, it should be then, good, I should I, say. I, from the trailer, it looks like there's some like decent like practical effects in it. Yeah. So it actually kind of reminds me of like Evil Dead type horror comedy where yeah. you had like so the mix of the actual practical effects in there. Where it's super gory where looking. Super gory, but like, then it also has like so the lightness and the humor that Bruce Campbell brings specifically to, to, to Evil Dead. So yeah. I, I would I would agree. Like it's it, it's definitely a one to, to throw on the uh, the watch list and give it a watch for Halloween, even if it's not that great and we're we're kind of overhyping it right now. Um, it, it's going to be a good, at least a decent horror movie for Halloween time. I, I can tell you, like, I'll, I'll probably watch it day one. I know Scott, you'll probably watch I'll, it. I'll watch uh, it. So you'll probably watch it day one. So we'll probably have an up, update for you uh, next week. Uh, yeah. let, let you know, like, hey, you know what that recommendation that we made? Eh, probably not. Yeah. Yeah, hey, by the way, yeah, before anybody else goes on there, yeah, stop, you know, stop, drop, and roll, basically, and, <laughs> you know, don't don't watch this. We'll let you know. So it's so bad, it's going to put you on fire. Yeah. So, like I said, if, it, if, it's, if it's that bad, like I said, what should people watch? People should watch nostalgic TV. Nostalgic yeah. TV. Yeah, is anybody else as excited as I am that Hulu dropped all the old, like, 90s sitcoms? Hanging uh, with Mr. Cooper. Hanging out with Mr. Cooper. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Which Dinosaurs is pretty good. Jim Henson's Jim Henson's di- Dinosaurs, which actually has some pretty decent adult themes, like where he learns the mating dance. Yeah. <laughs> it, that I love. And where he throws his baby across the room all the time. <laughs> He's like, if you don't stop that, I'm going to throw you across the room. And I like, loved Dinosaurs. Like I've so. got fond memories. I don't really remember the show. I remember the ba- uh, I remember the baby saying, not the mama. Not yeah. the mama. That's about yeah. all I remember. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, it's it's one of those shows you have to watch it again because right. as an adult you're like oh yeah that's so dirty <laughs> it is it it ends up being dirty like just some of the scenes like where he tries to go in and, and uh, ask for a raise and his boss basically convinces him that he needs to quit yeah like and he's like uh, okay like I guess I quit his boss <laughs> the angry triceratops yeah. yeah I remember that too yeah so. That you never saw his body. The only no. thing you ever saw was his, his head. Like, his yeah. head and his like upper body, like his uh, his shoulders. shoulders. Um, the, it, what they have on Hulu is phenomenal. They have all your old school 
like I said, the 90s sitcom. Including one of my favorites, Family Matters. Family Matters. Um, so it, it kind of sounds... With Urkel? With, with Urkel. Urkel. Yeah, with Urkel. I like Urkel. Laura Winslow. Yeah. So it sounds like Hulu is kind of trying to capitalize off of the popularity of Netflix's Fuller House. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to popular... Mm. I'm trying to... Uh, Start a movie. God, what word Convince? do I want? Yeah, no, I'm trying to Campaign. benefit off of their popularity of Fuller House too. Uh, Netflix or somebody needs to make a reboot of Family Matters. I love you Family know, Matters. There's enough people in the that they had, you know, the kids and, and everything. And I think everyone's basically still acting and still around that you could make it you kind of like fuller house where except, except the grandma the grandma the grandma is dead rest in peace mother winslow yeah, mother, mother winslow. winslow uh waldo you know the guy who played waldo i don't know the actor's name um but apparently they said he should only message him if you, you he wants a job or you know him uh, apparently he gets a lot of uh dms on instagram and he has a disclaimer in his little bio oh really yeah, yeah waldo oh, yeah. the best so, friend from yeah. family matters so you could do it in the same line of uh, Fuller House yeah. and say, just, hey, here's the next generation of the family. Still bring back uh, Carl Winslow, who I'm still trying to figure out, is is he or isn't he the cop from Die Hard? Because, you know, it's, if it's, they, it's, uh, it's been if, up in the... It's, if, if you could link those two together... That's it a, just... The Die Hard movie came out, and then Family Matters shows up, and he's a cop in both, and he's wearing the same damn yeah. uniform. Yeah. So they, it's like they would have to do that. It's different yeah. names, right? Just one episode. One have, episode. Have, have Bruce Willis show up and be like, "Hey, it's my old friend." Or, or, like, or at least, thanks for saving me. Yeah. yeah. Or at least allude to it. Yeah. He, yeah, Bruce Willis is probably going to show up on Family Still Matters, um, right. but he they could at least allude to it. Right. Um, and then me saying that out loud too, right? So the other day, Jeremy and I were talking about this because we saw um, some pictures on Instagram where Entertainment Weekly did a Family Matters reunion. Um, so they had a photo shoot with a bunch of pictures of them now. They all still look pretty good, right? Laura was there, Urkel, um, both so the So they parents. actually got Jaleel White to come out of his like, retirement. White, yeah, Jaleel yeah. White was there. They were all back. That's the one problem with that. I think why Family Matters hasn't gone on is Jaleel White came out and said he never wants to play Urkel again. So he posted on Instagram uh, and said he, they haven't been approached by anyone for a reboot, but they'd be down. They'd be, oh. game, they'd be game for it. Yeah. They would be game. Yeah. Okay, so he's he's... He's flipped his stance then. Yeah, well, well, he needs that money probably, well, but still. Either that or, like I said, he could basically play, like I said, not even Urkel. Like I said, Stefan. Like I said, yeah. he could basically like say said, that Urkel became. So, yeah, Stefan, so, so here, I'm, I'm going to pitch it right now. It's Stefan and Laura. They're together. They have a kid. Their new, their kid is basically an Urkel type yeah. kid. Their daughter. Their daughter. Yes, their daughter. Urkel daughter. Is basically yeah. female Urkel. Yep. And there you go, right? You it's go. female Urkel. Boom. <laughs> Uh, Jaleel White can be the cool guy because yeah. he's Stefan. He doesn't have to be a 40 or 50 year old nerd. That yeah. would be awkward. So, right. so if any, uh, if that movie comes out, you heard it here first and we want our money. Well, hold on. So what, then Jeremy and I were talking, right? This needs to come back. Why are we shying away from the urban Fuller house? Um, and then what would you call the reboot of family matters? It would still be family still matters. Family right? still matters. Family well, still matters. And here's the thing is, you say it's the urban thing. I actually I think thought I, wait, family wait, wait, matters was better than Full House, to be honest with you. I, like, uh, in my opinion, I, I like disagree. <laughs> I know you guys disagree because you love... Fa- family matters was good, but... Uh, See, Fuller I House like is, the storylines of family matters. I like, like I like them both for different reasons. Yeah. I, like them, I like them both for different reasons. I like the fact from family, Mabber, from family matters, I like some of the... Some of the 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 earlier stories, like some once 
Steve yeah. started to get this girlfriend and stuff like that. Like I said, it just oh, kind of yeah. like tapered. It went downhill, but it, those first couple it, seasons it, were it, awesome. Yeah, it, it did the opposite. So it was the first couple seasons of Full House, like, okay, they're like this. And then they, in the later seasons, they start to, to raise up versus later seasons of, of, of Family Matters kind of start to go, go down. It's a really good point. Yeah. yeah. So, Scott, how we are going to profit off of this, or me specifically, I'll cut you in, is if it get, does get picked up as Family Still Matters, if you visit familystillmatters.com right now, it'll take you to the SDS guys. Yeah. Oh. So the SDS guys own Family Still, Still Matters. Matters. If anyone listening is interested in purchasing Family Still Matters, it is available for a fraction of the price of fullerhouse.com. Because fullerhouse.com is currently available for $25,000. Yeah. So we're not going to put it at that price. I would be happy with the tenth of that. Yeah. yeah. So contact Larry at stsguys.com. If you want familystillmatters.com. Yep. He is willing to sell. For not that much. That was our genius idea we had this yeah. week while you were while you were partying. It was it was, an epi- yeah. it was an it was an epiphany. I we were sitting there like talking, and then family still matters. Then I went home. I went home, busted out my mediocre Photoshop skills, and threw a picture up on Instagram. It didn't take off like I hoped it would. But if you're listening and you haven't double tapped, go to our Instagram and double tap my family still matters picture, please. Yeah, it's it's pretty legit. Like I said, I showed it to my wife. She thought it was real. I showed it to my wife. She thought it was real yeah, too. Yeah, so, so and she got I really saw excited. the picture, so that that makes a lot more sense yeah. now. The the background. There was a it. reason we yeah. were just randomly throwing up family matters <laughs> pictures. There was a joke behind yeah. it. Yeah, that was that was that. Yeah. Um, we're. Getting kind of close to the end here, so we just kind of typically like to wrap it up with um, a weekly recommendation uh, from from each of us. Um, I'll kick it off with my recommendation. Um, I want to recommend picking up uh, Marvel. Uh, actually, go and watch uh, Kingsman. Uh, I saw Kingsman: uh, The Golden Circle on Friday. Um, it was pretty good. Uh, it was kind of nice to see Julianne Moore uh, in a movie again, and. It's got kind of a lot of different plot twists in there that, that you'd think that she's the bad guy, but it actually ends up being, like I said, the, the spoiler alert, the president of the United States is kind of the bad guy. And it's, it kind of weaves that in like so intricately. It's, 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 it's pretty cool. My only kind of beef with that movie is they clearly got Channing Tatum but couldn't afford him as much as they would like and so they just kind of like suddenly he like disappeared and they just like made up an excuse for him to yeah. get out of the movie or like he had some other movie to make so yeah like, kind of like oh we only have like 30 minutes of screen time we have 30 we, yeah. we can afford 30 minutes of channing tatum yeah, yeah. so like let's get all the scenes and then he's like and we'll we'll cryogenically right. freeze him yeah he he's like affected by the bad guy so before like he dies or whatever they're like cryogenically freeze him and he doesn't show back up in the movie until the very end <laughs> at the very end and he comes back and he's like i'm cured <laughs> and then when he become when he actually becomes a kingsman at the very end yeah um so that's my recommendation scott what do you got so mine is a is going in the queue of Netflix. There is a show that Jeremy kind of a long time ago had queued me into yes. the uh, thing, which is uh, called Big Mouth. Uh, it's such an awesome. It's show. such an awesome movie, and it is so goddamn raunchy. It's basically a retelling of what happens when kids start to go through puberty, but told through the like lens of an adult, like reminiscing back about when they were kids. So. One of the kids, as he goes through puberty, actually has a physical manifestation of his horniness called the uh, hormone monster. The hormone monster. That is literally always comes out and he's always just like, the kid will be like, just well, he, walking down the street and he'll be like, go ahead and jack off to that. Like, it's so or, like... Or like in the very, one of the very first episodes, like, hey, see that cat clock on the wall? Yeah. Isn't that turning you on? on? Right. And at one point, the guy's like, he, he he's going through like his list of things and he's like... Well, I have this. He's like, this isn't sexy. He's like, no, it looks like a dildo. And he's like, no, what about this? He's like, nope, boobs. And like, he goes, to, like, the only person is some old announcer from NPR. That's his only weakness. 
<laughs> it's like <laughs> it's the most raunchy, like dirty cartoon. cartoon that I've seen in a long time. And it is great. Oh yeah. Go it's... go check it out. Um you're gonna be like, what the fuck? Like the first episode, because it, it basketball goes, court full of playing dicks. <laughs> yeah, like dicks just playing basketball, and like one of them trips. He's like, ow, my balls! Like <laughs> it's a wonderful show. Oh, and yeah, awesome. just animated penises and yeah. vaginas everywhere. Yeah, like, if you need to turn off your brain for a while, yeah, like, it's, it's it's the best show to watch. Silly good fun, and it is dirty and raunchy and everything that is great. Larry, how about you? So mine's the complete opposite. Um, and rather than being raunchy, it's kind of tame, and they don't even swear. Um, so the past week, week and a half, I caught up on The Good Place uh, with Kristen Bell and Ted Danson. Um, I knocked out season one. It was on Netflix. Um, and season two just started. I, they just had the third episode this past week. Um, the show is really great. It's really funny. Um, it takes about halfway through before I, I feel like it really picked up steam. Um, but I, I think episode seven or eight, it just starts to be really hilarious. Jeremy, I, I think you watched a couple of episodes. Yeah, too, no, um, I actually took this. So Larry started talking about this earlier in the week, and I'm like, I'm like, I, I need a, 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 a different kind of a lighter show to watch and something this so that me and my wife can watch together yeah. um, because we typically have opposite tastes and things that we find funny. Um, but it's one of those shows where like I said, we've been watching it together. Like I said, and it's it's pretty funny. Like I said, it's it's one of those situations where like I said, it has humor in it, but it doesn't necessarily have to have like you know like toilet humor and swearing and this that and the other. It's actually pretty funny. Like I said, it's it's I've laughed quite a few times at it. So the the premise is Kristen Bell's character dies and she goes to the good place. Right, so she goes up to heaven, and Ted Danson is the leader of this neighborhood in heaven. Um, and then she just meets some friends, and really, their the interaction with the community and friends—it's kind of a you know like a buddy comedy, like a like a like a friends in heaven or cheers in heaven. Uh, it's 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 pretty good. I like it. Um, it. Really, it's it's kind of the characters and those relationships that kind of drive it. It's each episode's what twenty minutes, so it's a really it's quick, quick watch. So if you got a you know, got nothing to do this weekend, uh, maybe you knock that out real quick. Well, and it's one of those shows, too, where, like I said, it's I love it and I hate it because it's got that that slight cliffhanger at the end of each at episode. Every time, yeah. At, at the end of each episode. Yep. Every episode so has like, that. God, I have to that, keep watching. Has that slight, yeah. Cliff, yeah. Has that slight yeah. cliffhanger of, of what's going to happen next it, that you have to watch the next episode. Yeah. Um, we just started it literally today, and I, we, me and my wife pounded through like yeah. seven episodes. Yeah, it uh, it has better cliffhangers than The Defenders yeah. or any Marvel Netflix show. Oh, yeah. Like, it really draws you in so and wants you to keep going. actually makes you want to keep going. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it, like it's a show that doesn't need that, right? Like, it's no. just a funny comedy, but they, they drag you along real good. And like I said, it relates, like I said, it's not like separate episodes. Like I said, it's a whole story that weaves yeah. through that I said that the entire time. Yep. So it's really, really, really good. good. Um, we're drawn close to the end here. Um, just want to give a couple updates for next week. Uh, next week we actually have our super mega Halloween special. Did you right. say super mega Halloween special? I think he said super mega Halloween special. I did say super mega Halloween special. Um, we do have a task though. We do have a task all of our for, listeners. for all of our listeners. Cause this is going to make, uh, a lot more sense for next week, but we're going to task you all. To go watch a horrible, horrible, horrible Halloween movie. Oh, it's the worst movie probably you've ever seen. It's and it is. It's an hour and eleven minutes. It's not. Yeah, it's not long, and it is an hour and eleven minutes of awesomeness. Yeah, it is. We've talked about it before. Thanks, Killing. Right. I Um, I did drop that a couple weeks ago for anybody. So I watched it. We did find out it is on Amazon. So if you do have Prime, you can watch it for free. Yeah, if you have Prime on Amazon. Yeah. So if you have a Prime membership, go and watch it for free on Amazon. 
Um, it so, can't be more than a couple bucks if you have to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> like, or like I said, I think it's on Netflix too. I I, I was reading. I said it's it's a, a couple different things out there. They usually drop it around Halloween. It yeah. comes up on yeah. one one of those streaming services so you, has it. You shouldn't have to pay for it, guys. Yeah. So I I haven't watched it yet. So um, if you're listening and you've made it 59 minutes into our podcast, that means you'll probably be listening next week. Um, so guys, go check it out with me, and it'll make next week's episode way more enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. So there we, I think a, Jeremy has concocted some sort of game for us to play revolving around that. There movie. is a game involved with it. Um, we are also going to bust out some visuals for this as well. Nice. So the, the audience will... So for those of you who are on our YouTube... Um, also, thank you to everyone who subscribed to our YouTube channel. We hit our milestone of 100. 100. I think we were at 102 when I was looking. Oh, we lost one. Damn it. <laughs> but thank you, guys. It's yes. pretty cool. It's only been, what, episode eight? We're only yes. eight weeks into this. We're super happy to get to 100. Um, didn't we have a giveaway or something for 100 I think subs? we did. Yes, we do have the giveaway. Um, we are actually going to announce the winner on Monday, um, October 9th. 9th. Uh, so, so we'll expect that video to drop on YouTube soon. Um, so we'll go ahead and announce the winner of that giveaway. Um, we also have another giveaway on deck as well. So probably stay tuned for details uh, later on this week for, for, for that giveaway. Yeah. Um, I think it's like Jeremy said, I think last week when I wasn't here, um, it's probably not going to be a pop. Um, so look out for that. Uh, if you guys have any suggestions of things we could give away, like subscriber milestones or you know just some random stuff on Instagram or whatever, we, we plan on giving them more things. So let us know in the comments what you'd like to see. Yeah, I think those giveaways are going to be a constant. So yeah. I mean, there's we all have stuff on hand that we can. We're so give out. generous. We like to buy stuff yeah. and we like to give back. We like right. to communicate with people. We've been pumping out comments on Instagram and uh, YouTube whenever somebody comments. We've been like looking said, we, for new channels for us to watch too. We, just, we, we got our first of stickers in we gave some of those out like yeah. said, we, we, we want to continue to engage everyone in the community and basically say thank you for for, for subscribing and tuning in and then thank you for being a part of this community um for that that's it for this week's episode guys uh for this week's episode from the SDS guys i'm jeremy i'm scott i'm larry and we're the SDS guys thanks for tuning in